Real Rock 99.3, it's Kirby Ray in this hour. I am so fortunate to have Chico, Jordan, and Josh from the Black Moods on the phone with me. Guys, thanks for calling in to speak to the Real Rock listeners today. Thanks for having us. What's going on? What's going on? Man, we are so thrilled to have you guys. We'll stick around this hour. We're going to talk about everything Black Moods on Real Rock 99.3. Real Rock 99.3. I've got Josh, Jordan, and Chico from the Black Moods on the phone. And, guys, thank you for taking time to call in. It's been a while since we've been able to to have interviews, obviously, with everything that's going on with COVID-19. So thank you for taking time to do this today, guys. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it so much. Not a problem. I, I would like to lead off with, you know, with the stay-at-home orders people have had, I really do believe that music, art, and nature has been raised to a higher level again, and I really am happy to see that. What do you guys think about that? I agree. I was actually just talking. Um, I did an interview earlier, and we were talking about the same thing. It's, I think the arts have really shined through during this whole thing, you know, because people were at home and, and you know, needing some feel-good entertainment, you know, to take their mind off all this. and. I think the appreciation for the arts has went up a lot this pandemic. I think it's a very important thing. And guys, if you'd like to chime in, go right ahead. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't go anywhere, so you might as well play music or write music or learn your instrument. And uh, we've all been focusing on stuff like that. That's super cool. So Sunshine is amazing. You know, we've, I first heard Belladonna. We got it on the station. Bad news, what you got. We've played the singles, and the songs are just so incredible. We still play them all. And what was like the concept with Sunshine? With the whole album itself or the single? Well, with the single, I, you know, I feel like, well, it's a feel-good song, you know? Yeah, um, with the single, it was, we had it, and we, we, when we started making the record with Johnny K, we, we kind of submitted it at first, you know? When you go in to work with the producer, you have, we have, a, we have this, these songs, and you show them to him, and initially, he wasn't too turned on by it. He didn't hear it after that, and we did. And so we just kind of put that song aside and started working on other songs. And then later down the road, after we got Belladonna done and Bad News and, and a few others for the album, he came back to it and he brought it up. He just mentioned, what about that Sunshine song? Uh-huh. Let's bring that back and try that. And we brought it back and played it a few times and kind of massaged it a little bit and wrote a bridge to it. And it just popped and wound up, you know being the, the single that it's become, you know, number 17 on the Billboard charts today, which is fantastic for us and uh we we always believed in the song because it's just we just didn't know it was going to come out of a certain time it feels like everybody needed it you're not kidding we do need it right now yeah it's such a positive song and it sounds it sounds you know progressive there's some positive vibes happening in it and feel good type of thing and so when it came out it was just because we were talking about holding it back and we just changed you know everybody else was holding their stuff back so we're not one to do the same thing that everybody. We don't use. We're not bandwagon jumpers, you know. Uh-huh. So we just kind of kept the course and put it out, and and it worked in our favor. So. And what about you? Mentioned the full length record. I, I love the cover art on that. What was the concept behind the old the whole album? Um, initially, we didn't have a concept because we just we just got in the studio and we've never recorded like we did with Johnny K in our own our own rehearsal studio. We turned into uh, an actual recording studio. So it was more comfortable making the record and there were no time constrictions and we could work until four in the morning or we could work until midnight and go get a beer or we weren't thinking about the clock running us out. And so we didn't really see a concept of the record until we finished all the songs and when you listen to them in a whole, as a whole, you know, uh-huh. 
in, in chronological order. And, you know, it's kind of open to interpretation, what everybody says. It's not a good concept record by any stretch, but there's definitely a flow to the songs that wind up working out. Super cool. Yeah. And congratulations on the status of uh, Sunshine also, guys. You deserve it. Thank you, Thank you very much. So stick around. We're going to talk more to the Black Moves. we got Chico, Jordan, and Josh on Real Rock 99.3. Real Rock 99.3, I've got Jordan, Josh, and Chico from the Black Moods on the phone this hour. We've been talking about what's happening with Sunshine, their their latest record, and kind of what they've been doing behind the scenes with the band. And something I would like to point out to listeners, if, if they don't know a lot about the history of the band, you had some local heroes in Arizona that, that may have kind of inspired you a little bit to get started. Tell us about that. You talk about the Jim Blossoms? Right. Yeah. Well, I was just a big fan because I grew up in Wheaton, Missouri, which is a couple hours from you, actually. Uh-huh far and you know a town of 600 people there isn't much to do other than you know get in trouble or sit in your room and play guitar and i chose, chose the latter uh good job <laughs> I, yeah yeah i wasn't much for anything else other than playing guitar at that point and i just came across the jim blossoms they were on american music awards playing hey jealousy uh-huh. and at that point i just fell in love with them and i think i was around 12 maybe something like that and and I just got infatuated with them, and, and they wound up being my favorite band, and we started covering their songs. And I ran into the lead singer uh, my senior year in high school, I believe, and he was uh, uh, playing a show in Springfield, Missouri. And, and we wound up hooking up, and he told us to go be at – because he wasn't in the Jim Blossoms anymore. They broke up at that time. And so he, uh, he was in a, a new band, and they weren't necessarily doing that great. And so when we met him, he told us to go – to college and be a lawyer or a doctor and such. You know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and, but he knew I wasn't going to do that. And so he did say if I was ever in Tampa, Arizona to look him up. And eventually I wound up going to the conservatory recording arts and sciences out there to, I knew I wanted to be in the music business one way or the other. And it wasn't going to happen in Wheat, Missouri. Uh-huh. And so I, I wound up going to school out there and then I ran into him. I wound up doing my internship at Jim Blossom's studio. They wound up going out on the road and I wound up, going out on the road with them and guitar checking them and it filled in whenever one of the guys didn't make it to rehearsal or passed out on stage or whatever it was and so uh, and that's how i met chico after through a mutual friend of ours when i was working at the studio and we just started writing songs and putting the band together man what an opportunity there so what were some of the early influences for you three guys that like got you into music when you were young man uh well, this is chico i mean uh i heard smells like king spirit by nirvana and that really kind of changed my whole outlook on everything. Because um, I was playing drums then, but it was more like hip-hop beats from where I grew up in Tolleton, which is outside of Phoenix. Uh-huh. So I heard, but when I heard uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit, uh, I was like, that, it did something to me. So then I, I really started getting into rock and roll music more then, and, and that made me change my, I mean, that was a huge influence. And then it got into Pearl Jam and, you know, a bunch of the other uh, Soundgarden, those types of bands. Um, that That's what... Changed my outlook. Super yeah, my cool. My dad was a musician uh, in Ohio growing up. My dad kind of influenced me growing up, like with Journey was some of the first things that he played. Journey, my, Molly Hatchet and stuff, and then I uh-huh. got into like uh, ACDC and Alice in Chains, kind of the heavier rock, kind of like later on. But uh, yeah, it was kind of in my family for a while. Man, I love that. Well, you know, with that virtual concert you guys did. That was incredible. The personal time and planning that must have went into that had to be very high level. Can you kind of tell us what was happening to get you ready for that virtual concert? Well, it's funny because doing being on tour, is it's, it's rough, but we love it. Doing those concerts was worse because it was a week of rehearsal, 
just for the songs, and then you have you're bringing in a whole other animal, which is the videography, and then you got to bring in the sound because we're perfectionists and uh-huh. we want to make sure. So I mean, it was day after day, twelve hour days, just trying to get it right, and it was always came down to the last minute too. We have you know ten minutes to go time, and there's something not working right, and then poof. Um, so it was very dramatic, uh, but at the same time, it was uh, it was nice to to learn something new. Totally, and you know, th- this, this may be part of our future now is virtual shows. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely ushered that in quicker than we expected it to. But Same here. I know that you guys have a deep passion in touring and playing live, so I know you're going to find a way to do it. Well, it'll come back around. I'm sure all that touring stuff, it'll be some time, but it, it'll come back around. So playing with, on tour, Jane's Addiction, Robbie Krieger, do you have some stories with me about some of that? Yeah, yeah, Josh, tell them about uh, how you filled in for Jim Morrison. Uh, yeah, that wow. was a trip in itself. Um, that's that's fun to put up down on your resume. Yeah, <laughs> but they uh, we were out on the road. We did a few shows with Robbie. It was the Doors fifth the Doors fiftieth anniversary. You know what they were doing, and uh, his singer at the time uh, that was doing the run of shows with him was extremely sick. It was the middle of winter when we were doing it. And I think Flagstaff was the first show, and there was it was like a blizzard. And so this guy was just completely sick. And I was at the merch booth signing stuff, and Chico was in back was backstage with him. And he came up to Chico because they hadn't seen his play yet, and the singer asked him if he could sing. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he asked me. He's like, hey, can you sing? I'm like, nope. Nope. I know somebody who can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting at the merch booth signing talking to fans and stuff, and, and he comes up to me. He's like this little – like barking, yeah, the dog at my feet. He's like, hey, hey, hey. And I'm like, dude, I'm signing stuff. You know, he's like, no, you need to come with me. And I said, I can't right now. I said, let me finish this. He said, they, they need a singer right now. And I was, I was gone. I was like Fred Swinstone. And and we went back there and I stood there. And, and then when I got on stage, Robbie came up to me. He was the nicest guy ever, so soft-spoken. And he, uh-huh. he's about not even five foot tall. And he said, Josh, uh, would you like a guitar as well? Because you knew I was going to sing, and I was like, nope, you handle the guitar, dude. He Robbie, I will just hold on and try not to piss my pants. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> and so I wound up doing it, and uh, I think we did three or four shows with him after that, and every night I'd get up there with him, and, and he, you know, he, he was just, it was incredible. It was a dream come true. And a fan, I was lucky enough that a, a fan of ours snapped a really good picture, and so I've got it in the studio of him and I on stage together, and it was it was just next level because we talked about this and we named our band the black moods after how the doors would look. That's what they called Jim's, you know, weird moods that he'd get in uh-huh. uh, his, his weird ways and stuff is his black moods. And so that was just kind of full circle for us to be, to be close with him. And, I, and I'm close with his son too. Him and I talk quite often now and um, it just, it was next level. Yeah, it sounds like it. And wow, man, I, I got goosebumps thinking about that and the tie in there. That's just incredible guys. Well, you mentioned the James Addiction show. Uh, there was a, they was sold out. They played a, oh, okay, a theater back in Tempe. For, uh, it was like twenty five hundred people, uh-huh. and and we got the direct support slot for them. And we only had thirty minutes. And their sound check, they sound checked for three hours, and so they we had it was like a throw and go for us. And 
when we had our stuff set up and when it was time to load in, uh, my, my backup amp hit the ground. Uh-huh. So we knew that was out of commission. You could hear stuff rattling around in it. Mm-hmm. And so we get up there and two songs in, my other amp, my main amp goes out. Right. So I have nothing at this point. And I just turn around and there was like 2,500 people silent staring at staring at us. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do now? And I just kind of hugged my amp and stared at Chico and I'm just like, we're screwed. We're screwed. There's nothing <laughs> we can do. We are done. Two songs in, we don't get to play anymore. And the, the crew was so nice. The, the house crew and and, uh, and the James crew were great. They went and grabbed Navarro's amp and moved it over to my side. I plugged right into it, and we were off and running. And what felt It felt like a 30-minute break, but it was only probably like two minutes at the most of this you know craziness going on. Wow, but, what a lifesaver and what an honor. Yeah, that was that – was, I still have to wake up in sweats and like – like, oh, so, the pressure. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm having such a great time talking to you guys. We'll come back in just a few minutes, and we'll speak again. It's the guys from the Black Moods with Kirby Ray on Real Rock 99.3. Real Rock 99.3. It's Kirby Ray this hour. We've had an incredible time speaking with Chico and Josh and Jordan from the Black Moods, and I've got a couple of more questions for you guys, and I know you're busy and you want to get back to doing what you're doing, but I really thank you for the time today. Of course. So I know you do a little bit of recording, and I've heard that it was done in your treehouse. Can you tell the listeners a little about that? Yeah, so uh, back in Tempe, we have uh, our studio that we have, and, um, you know, we've built it up over the years with some gear. And uh, Johnny K came to town, and we went and scoped out different studios throughout Tempe and Scottsdale. And there's some beautiful studios there. Um, <clears throat> but what he said was, he's like, uh, I'd much rather have a, a, a old gym shoe than a, a, a three-piece suit. Um, so to speak. So it was more of the uh, the vibe that he was looking for. And it was great because we could do it uh, at our own time. We, it wasn't $1,000 or $2,000 a day, and you only get 10 hours a day. We worked sometimes 18 hours. Sometimes we worked six hours, and we were like, okay, let's take a break. Let's go to Old Town or whatever. Um, it was great to, to be able to do that, and especially because he flew in a bunch of his gear, um, and then he never took it back. <laughs> so we still have it, so that's kind of cool. What a deal. So that's yeah. that's really cool, man. And uh, I have a mutual friend, you know, that I I spoke to you about that knows a little about your treehouse, and I hear that it's really incredible. I know it's got to be inspiring to have something that special to be able to record in and crawl around in crawl spaces. Yeah, yeah. We built it out just for that, you know, so we could have. Uh, so when we stay there, work late, it's so comfortable, you know. Yeah, and it, and it's and it's cool. I mean, it's it's not it, it's a garage, but it's it's a studio. I mean, we we treated it. We um, Josh did a lot of it, you know, had some style. There's, you know, Beatles posters and Doors posters and, you know, our posters, all this kind of stuff all over the place. So it looks really cool. The lighting's really cool. Um, we've shot Belladonna video in it. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen that, but you can kind of get a taste of what it looks like. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty neat, you know. Kind of miss it. We haven't been there in about two months. So uh, looking forward to seeing, seeing her again. Super cool. Well, I can imagine that with as much as you guys like to play live, that you have a deep connection with the fans. I'm guessing there's been some special moments that you've had with fans. Yeah, um, you know, not lately. <laughs> right, not lately. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's always an experience, and everybody's so – we have the best – and it's hard to call them fans because everybody's – it's just like we're, they're our friends. Friends, uh, Everybody's right. just so, uh, so supportive and, and there for us. But there's definitely been some interesting moments. <laughs> I can't think of one per- one particularly right now. But I know there has, unless the guys have one. I got a couple questions left for you. What was the favorite place that you guys played together with you three? Man, 
Uh, you know, Mexico is always good. We go down every year to this place. It didn't happen this year, but down in um, Rocky Point, Puerto Penasco, Mexico, we go down there every year for Roger Klein Circus Mexicus. Uh-huh. It happens the first first weekend in June every year, and there's about 7,000, 8,000 people, six, you know, something like that, that go down there every year to see uh, a weekend-long festival that we've been a part of now for – I mean, I've been going down there for three years since I've been a part of the band, but I know the guys have been going down for – This would have been the eighth the year. The eighth year, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like um, – it's just such a great show. It's like a party on the sand and the beach, man. It is amazing. Yeah. Sounds and it's awesome. Like four days of it. There's four days of, uh, and, uh, you know, you'll get 6,000 people is what, is what, you know, trucks down there from all across the United States for this thing for four days. So. Uh-huh. And we do that with Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. I don't know if you're, from, if you're familiar with those guys, but Roger, the singer and the drummer uh, were in the, the band The Refreshment. Okay, cool. The Banditos and the King of the Hill theme song and that, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So, um, whenever they uh, they got screwed by a major label, so when that happened, they got out of that, broke that band up, and started the Peacemakers. Very cool. The last thing I had to ask about was social media that you'd like to share with people, your website, and also any social media pages you'd like to share with the listeners for them to go check out. Uh, the biggest thing is, yeah, check out our website, theblackmoves.com, um, and follow us on all of the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify is huge. If you could please go to that little button that you see on the Spotify page that says follow, follow you can just click it. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, Chico, Jordan, Josh, it's been an honor to speak with you guys today. I really appreciate your time speaking with the Real Rock listeners here in Cape Girardeau. When you come down, please stop into the studio. Well, yeah, let us know a good time in it because we're, we're not too far from you right now, and we will be for a little while. So you let us know a good time, and we'll make the track and come see you. So once again, thanks so much for calling in today, and we look forward to seeing you here in the area. Thank you, Chico, Jordan, and Josh, for speaking today. Thanks for having Thank us, you, Kirby. We Thank appreciate you so it. much. We appreciate all your support. Thank you, Kirby. Of course. Real Rock 99.3.